0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, Erev Tov, continuing with the Hirchot Lashon Ara, we're on Klal Hei Alacha Gimel. <clears throat> the Chafetz Chaim is going to speak about now and dispel the notion that if somebody makes, I guess, fun of someone's shortcomings, um, someone might say, ah, it's really not so bad, it's not disparaging him, it's not the end of the world. That's what he addresses now. <inaudible> let me ask you a question, he says, my brother. al pitu'i ha regarding the yetzer's, the, the evil inclinations argument. If you speak about someone's shortcomings, that or he's, we spoke about not so smart, not so wealthy, whatever it is that he has, you say, the Yetzirah is going to say, it's not your fault. I want you to test yourself. How you would react. When you discover, that's say you find out that somebody tells, uh, said about you, you know, you're you're a guru, you're, uh, you're a hamor. You you know, you got nothing up there. Or some other shortcoming. How much resentment would you feel towards that person who said that about you? You are sure to think about him. What possible signs of foolishness could he see in me? None. I don't have. Everybody thinks of themselves to be a great person. Everyone is in their own eyes. It must be that the speaker is so mean-spirited and his desire is only to disparage and belittle others. So when you're the subject of those remarks, you know what it feels like. So when you turn the tables and you do this to your, your friend and you speak about his shortcomings, even though that he's probably you know, greater than you in many other uh, areas in life, both in his dealings with Hashem and his dealings with people, you don't think of it as anything wrong. You don't consider it a sin. Look at the blindness that there is in this matter. When you look at it carefully, you'll discover that a lot of the speech involves lots of rashonara, they yoter mechalakim acharim, are much more serious than what you will normally find with other types of negative speech. Echad, machmat ha Number one, from the standpoint of the actual speaker, behu ki is because, in other cases, when Reuven speaks about Shimon, she'abar that he went and he ate the McDonald's cheeseburger, hen bin adam la-makom, o-ben-adam la or whether he, you know, uh, committed fraud against his friend. It's quite common. The reason why Roven said that is because he wanted to uphold the truth. He wanted to protest this Avera, the fact that he ate the, the, the cheeseburger. Even though that you're not allowed to do it, like we spoke about earlier, and this sif as well. But at least his intentions weren't bad. Not so in this case, when you're making fun of the guy's lack of chokmah or other types of midah, when you speak about Shimon's shortcoming, the only intent that you have is to disparage him and belittle him. And this is a deplorable character trait. As it's written in written by Rabbi Zot also, this form of lashon hara is worse. Even mitzad kabel, mitzad the listener, ki bishari dyanel lashon hara for the other types of lashon hara that are mentioned, loit kabel tekev devarav. words are not going to be believed by the listeners as fact. Uvadai yu had be im and many of the listeners are going to uh, respond. Um, about this report that uh, Shimon ate a, a, a cheeseburger, you know what they're going to say? As long as we didn't see him eat a cheeseburger, we're not going to believe you. We're not going to believe what you have to say. And even if what you reported is true, it's probably a reason why he had the, he had that cheeseburger. Okay, man, whatever it is, he's got, we're, we're going to try justifying the actions, maybe the teshuva. But at the face value, it's impossible to, to believe what you said about Shimon. So people are going to doubt what Reuven said about Shimon. And if it's later discovered that the story was false, Therefore, Reuven is going to be disgraced. He's going to be humiliated because he was caught in a lie. He said that Shimon ate a cheeseburger and it wasn't true. He slandered, uh, uh, he slandered a person. And and therefore, there are many times that in a normal case of Lashonara, when a person says, so-and-so did this abira, the mekabel, the listeners are not going to accept. They're just going to, they're not going to want to believe it. But in this case, when Reuven speaks about, the chamor levels of Shimon, if that's the situation, even if Reuven belittles Shimon's shortcomings and he announces to everybody that he is foolish and ignorant, he's going to make Shimon an object of ridicule an object of degradation, in the eyes of all the people of the city. It's still very common. What do we see? That most of the time, people don't stand up for Shimon. They let the guy talk. They let the guy continue to disparage and make fun of him. And no one's going to stop this guy and say, hey, Reuben, that's not true. Shimon is not like that. He's a smart guy. He sits there and he studies Torah. No, we just let him talk. No one says have consideration for the for the dignity of this Jew. Why do you debase him so severely? So therefore, it 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 uh, when this type of lashon is worse as the result. And about this speaker, we apply the pasuk. She eats and wipes her mouth and says. I did not commit uh, an offense. So after she finished eating the cheeseburger, she wipes her mouth and says, uh, no, it wasn't me, I didn't do anything wrong. So you heard heard the disparaging remarks, you heard him belittle Shimon, and you just sat there and and, and, and stayed quiet and said, oh, I I don't know, I don't know. So he has a little haga over here, and and then we'll conclude. He writes the following. He says, If one's intention in, in making a comment is to quell an argument... Okay. Then it's permitted to speak about someone's shortcomings. Kegon, he writes, sinal Let's see. Let's say Levi. Levi notices that Reuven has. Uh, he doesn't like Shimon. He, uh, there's, there's some ill feelings towards Shimon. <laughs> because of, of something that Shimon did to Reuven, or he spoke against him badly. It's permitted for Levi to tell Reuven, that Shimon did not intend with everything that he did to you to antagonize him. It was just because Shimon, he acted foolishly. So, even though he said that Shimon acted foolishly or he has some foolishness, okay, and that's the reason why he did that, you know, he did it without thinking, the reason why it's allowed is in order to alleviate the sim'ah that is inside uh, Reuven's heart. Not only are you allowed to do so, he says it's a mitzvah for him to do so. So, to bring down a scenario over here, with this one, your husband's new manager constantly berates him. You assure, You reassure him. By reminding him that he has always been successful in his field and suggesting that the boss is on a power trip. Speaking against someone who is abusive is permitted for the purpose of comforting the victim, but proactive strategies are needed to prevent the problem from becoming an ongoing one. Very delicate situation, of course, and uh, we always have, uh, have to watch, especially when it comes to being demeaning or degrading to someone about uh, some qualities that he has. First of all, be humble and look at yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. Usually when you see something negative about someone else, uh, often that's the problem within you that you have to deal with. And uh, we can see how severe the uh, ra- uh, the ramifications are for a person who does so. We'll continue next week.